skis are flown a conversation, essentially speaking. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? To Merudi. It's another episode of Essentially Speaking. And uh, for what we're about to discuss today, I had to bring a special guest. <laughs> this man wears many hats. Many hats. Uh, husband, father, uh, apologist, uh, pastor, musician, singer-songwriter. Uh, mm. By the way, he's been in the lab cooking. I uh, get to rumors. But without further ado, please, if you're listening or if you're watching, help me welcome Mr. Andy Mboro. Sante sana. Thank you for having me, Manze. For, for, for coming through. Uh, we've had a lot of convos offline mm. uh, regarding what we want to touch on today. And you happened to even have done some extensive, you know, it was a marathon. Yeah. Was it a, a crash course? It was a crash course, a six-month crash course on uh, on Christian apologetics. Mm. Mm. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to sort of introduce the topic to, to the guys who listen and who watch. So maybe tell us what apologetics is. Apologetics comes from the Greek word apologia, mm. right? Apologia, which just means to give a defense. Mm. Now that, that it doesn't mean like you've been accused of something, but it means you give a reason for something you believe in. Mm. So just uh, and, and it's very biblical. First uh, Peter three fifteen believers always be ready to give a reason for the faith that you have in in Christ Jesus. Uh, do so with with of course with humility. And so, so that's that's basically what apologetics is. You know, coming around questions that people raise, um, that we not even people, but we also have. You know, about our faith. You know, because you you grow up, and you know, in Sunday school, and and then you grow up later on, and you go like, hey, how about what about this violence in the Old Testament? Right. You know, okay, and and so you get on this path of of seeking truth and finding uh, whether there's any reasonable faith behind what we believe in. Mm-hmm. And so that's apologetics. And I, I do tend to sometimes say I don't like the word itself because in the Christian space, it sounds like this very intellectual thing mm. that only those who are very sharp engage in, okay? Like, isi ya makarawa kawaida, ini ya special forces, ini ya reki squad. We call in the apologetic mm. kind of people. But, you know, First Peter 3.15 is not, is not written to a, spe, you know, to a specific group of people, but mm-hmm. the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these truths are out there, uh, and God wants us to, to, to have reason behind the faith that we have. Mm. Um, so that's basically what apologetics is, um, just putting, putting understanding to the faith that we have. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I like that you said it's, it's for everyone. Mm. I think I was one of those people who looked at it like, uh, you know, yeah. Maguru. Now, unfortunately, my apologists wengi kama maguru. I just know that I need our Lord's prayer. So. I know. Even, <laughs> even with the weight of how they deliver some things, you're like, <laughs> you could have said that in a simpler way. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I know these uh, these questions that we deal with from time immemorial to now, mm. maybe just context or culture has changed. Mm. And and one that I get even from, from peers, from non-Christians, mm. is why don't you believe what Africans believe? What did you believe before the white man brought you? Christianity. How can you be just, you're dumb for accepting this oppressive thing. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. That it's a white, white, white man's religion. I mean, I, I really, I really, for me, I can really understand where that's coming from. I, I mean, I remember also growing up and going like, okay, you know, the Mzungu did what again? You know, that first time you realize what colonialism is mm-hmm. about and thinking, 
because I grew up, you know, uh, going like for mass, uh, my, my family in the, in the Catholic faith, and and you know, the way you are, uh, Father Smith, right? mm. and for me, yani this mzungu. <laughs> by the way, I know this is off topic, but my first, I used to think he's God. By the way, yeah, uh. uh, I like when my earliest memory <laughs> of who God is it used to be Father Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just because we walk in, that guy stands there. We, we, you know, mm-hmm. when he comes in, we we stand, we kneel, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. Anyways, but so I can understand where that's coming from. But when you know, you 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 look at history and you realize his history tells a different story. Mm. Yes, the centers of Christianity has been shifting. Mm. And somebody listening to this podcast, you're probably born in this century or the last one, Apa Musho Musho, maybe, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s. Mm. And therefore, you've come at a time and in, within that 100 years, 150 plus, you know, it was the, the, the British Empire taking mm. over the world. And, mm-hmm. and this was a predominantly a Christian, you know, group of people. Yeah. And so the injustices that occurred uh, at that time, you're like, hey. You know, a same Muzungu came and colonized us. Same Muzungu, another Muzungu came and taught us about Jesus Christ. So, mm. what's up with that? <laughs> but the centers of Christianity have have changed. You know, have been shifting, starting from Jerusalem, uh, which was still at the time under the Roman Empire, to Antioch, to Alexandria, which is Egypt, which is now Africa, and then came back to the Roman side later on, Uku Sentakiwa Rome. So the the shift and the centers has changed, and by the time colonization was taking place, mm. the center had, you know, morphed mm. and, and moved to be now England, those areas, you know, yeah. a, a very, you know, key role. But it is not by origin a white man's religion. And the other nations did not come to the to the game much, much later. Not 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 in that way. I mean Thomas went to Asia, I think India. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, within the first century in his lifetime. In fact, there are more Christians, more older churches there than there are in Africa, obviously. By the way, there are more Christians in India than there are in Kenya. Dating from the first century, Banze. Mm. And you look at Acts, you look at Philip, you know, baptizing, m- meeting the, the Ethiopian eunuch. Mm-hmm. And this guy was serving in, uh, was part of the entourage, yeah, yeah, Queen Candice of Ethiopia. Mm of the Ethiopians. And this, this, these guys had come to Jerusalem to worship. Mm. And Philip is meeting him, reading, you know, a, a copy of the book of Isaiah. Isaiah yeah. So then, then they're already practicing the worship of Yahweh at the time. Mm. Um, and so it's never been the case that um, it's, it's, a muz- it's a Muzungu thing. Um, yeah. 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 Mm. And history, history is a good indicator of what the reality was. Mm. Because I think for us, our lens was the slave trade, 1700s, uh, we think that's, that's it. that was the entry point. Yeah. Um, but the Bible also suggests Acts 2, for example, when, when the Holy Spirit uh, came upon the disciples. Verse 5 says that there were Jews. J- uh, Jerusalem had Jews from every nation mm. under earth. And it goes on to list, I'd encourage you to go and read that um, passage. And it goes on to list so many nations. So uh, the footprint of Christianity long before the British or whoever colonized you brought it was already in the continent. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we have Ethiopian churches as early as 4th century. Yeah. And, and even before. But I think the point there that I'd want to make is... A lot of times it's important to note that people have used the Bible as a tool of oppression mm-hmm. uh, and, and we, we've seen the consequences of that. Mm. But it's important to note that the Bible has to speak for itself. Uh, the Bible itself, Romans 2.11 says, God shows no partiality. So 
Hii haiko hati ya mzungu but sasa sisi tunadoa na tunasema oh please 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 mm. include us mm-hmm. uh, the, the gift of grace uh, and the gift of salvation was freely and for everyone let the bible speak for itself it can't be defined by actions of man if you've been battling that question I'd, I'd urge you to <laughs> to consider that vile wasema don't judge a book by its cover i think it's also said that never judge anything by how it's abused mm. you know? and i wonder bana do you think you know right, right now the center of christianity is in the southern hemisphere mm-hmm. africa uku and asia i think mm-hmm. are the biggest um, and fastest growing churches mm. i wonder if years from now uh, some white kid will be thinking this african <laughs> this african gospel <laughs> I, uh, I, i don't feel it yeah, you know <laughs> it's true because maybe kwa white akuwa sana na inakani kama You know I think we're sending more evangelists and missionaries missionaries than ever before so mm, reverse missionary yeah. yeah that would be interesting uh, um, <laughs> to see I think also a good resource for that conversation about Christianity in Africa um, you should look for a book called How Africa Shaped Christianity I f- why am I forgetting the title of the author but I'm sure he's the only one who's written that book <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it will kind of give you leanings as to yeah. the the evidence or or just the reality that what we think isn't it's a good good book to have in your in your account ruben kigame also has a book called apologetics through the african eyes i think it's called mm. yeah it's it's a bit it's a bit kanono kidogo lakini amezi breakdown amezi breakdown sana okay yeah. okay mm. I, I, i should look for that i like when when african authors are the ones writing Sindio. about about Afri- the african space Okay. I'm gonna see you after this. Yes, sir. Another thing that I think we can touch on is reliability of scripture. Um mm. I think if you are Christian, usually Christians hold the Bible to be true. Mm. Let me let me let me point out that Christians don't read the Bible literally, but they they believe in its in its accuracy. So there are some things in scripture that are descriptive and there are some things that are normative, right? So there are some things that God amesema fanya hivi. There are some things that are just historical descriptions um, and I'm putting that out there so that someone mm. who doesn't really read the Bible as you say but e party ecclesiastes in a same money answers all things <laughs> just because the Bible describes something doesn't mean that's what God is recommending right yes have that lens when you're reading the Bible Christian or non-Christian but having said that mm. um, there are a lot of people who argue that the Bible isn't reliable one as historical evidence or, mm. and number two, there's some sort of politicizing it seems that someone sat somewhere and decided is in your books mtasoma 27 for the new and why this one is not there you know we always argue and say who who made that decision <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and half of the time what was in politics it's it's the powers that be that decided for us that <laughs> and so that's why you are christian because someone sat somewhere and decided for you decided. it's a conversation worth having just <laughs> <laughs> man it's an exciting one even for me i remember the first time it hit me that people sat down in some convention somewhere <laughs> and decided to put things together mm. I, i remember that hitting my faith those ones for wait I thought God put this book mm-hmm. uh, together mm-hmm. and it seemed like something that is really threatening to my faith that the church the early church compiled this 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 documents mani kakuwa sasa kuisha kama ni mwanadamu i mean because you know you live in 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 Kenya and unajua tu vile wasio kienda seminar ujue kuna ujue kuna ill motives 
wase wagawa wa retreat yeah. people in power eh yeah. ujue yeah. kuna yeah. watatujenga kweli hakuna ah, you know and yes yeah, so i mean i remember reading and and that's the truth in in uh, 325 right mm. AD, the council of nicaea the, the early church you know leadership gathered to actually consider okay guys here is here's a plethora of all these writings that we have mm. that are claiming truth mm. about the faith and and the gospels what do we do which one is authentic which one is not now mm. i f- i find that there's the the old testament haina contention nyingi sana because mm. you know our heritage is from the jewish nation true now their writings are pretty you know locked down okay mm. um those those the ones that are, are in the torah the you know the scriptures that the jewish people are using for worship mm. uh, they're pretty they're pretty solid uh, all the way to the minor prophets i think the writings that if you've had this word you know apocrypha these are these are like some apocrypha books or writings that the writings that are in uh, you'll find them in say the catholic uh, bible but you'll not find them in the other versions of the bible mm-hmm. um, and some of those books Uh, essentially in the old testament they are the ones that were written after the minor prophets that mm. were regarded okay this is ilikam badai tutasimama na kinamika hapa mwisho na habakuk and we'll we'll tie it up yeah. and also when we consider the jewish people yeah. these are the ones that they are using now new testament new testament ilikuwa a lot there was a lot to sift through mm-hmm. yeah a lot to sift through just because there was a, a gospel according to the ones we know matthew mark luke and john and then there was a gospel that claimed to be a gospel of uh, peter mm, there was thomas, uh, there, was thomas. Well. there was a gospel according to philip and the question was are they genuine which documents are are, are not genuine which, which one did, did did somebody just sit down and want to come up with a document that's not you know yeah. so that that council had to go through things that qualify mm-hmm. what how do we decide what qualifies and i think for me one of the biggest um, markers that they had mm. walisema writing lazima ikue iliandikwa within the time uh, the lifetime of the eyewitnesses mm. people who witnessed Jesus's miracles his life his death his resurrection yeah. it has to be within that 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 time frame and you're you're looking at now the, the gospels for example the acts all, all those were written in the first century akina akina peter nakuja like mid second century and onwards is when these other writings keep popping up and then uh, so that's one criteria and then the other one is just you you had to compare all these writings yeah <laughs> you you look at them and it's just like i mean these guys are mentioning stories and capturing things that nobody else is talking about mm. there, are, there are certain ways to to and that's the thing with the, with the bible noel you know people think that christians we just consider what was written there but historically and when people are examining historical documents there are ways of verifying whether this is authentically mm-hmm. written mm-hmm. for example you can verify whether the for example the areas the names that are being mentioned uh, as places yeah. are they actual places can they be found you know archaeology in a, over and over i think we're living in a time where science is coming up with amazing you know uh, discoveries archaeological mm. artifacts sites and things like that which ukiangalia unaanza kuona okay here is a pool that it seems people used to come and do abcd mm. possibly the pool that is is referred to in scripture when you look at names of people is it consistent how the bible is talking about names of people is that how people the naming that was happening at the time yeah. are there other extra biblical sources that have been discovered 
that have the same thread mm-hmm. of naming, have the same thread of writing, the same thread of you know geographical things. If I say we went down to Galilee, was it coming? Is it actually yeah. down? Yeah. <laughs> uh, from that place, that those kind of things, you know, all those things fit together. I think to give credibility to to the writings. But yeah, you know, all these other gospels in Kujana are too interesting, Sana. Yeah, I read a a, a book called uh, the The Case for Christ by mm. by Lee Strobel. I've only watched the movie, man. Oh, there's a movie. Hey. Okay. <laughs> no, but the book is is I think it's way better. Yeah. And if you haven't read the book, it's he was a skeptic journalist who decided to do research about the historical narrative of Jesus mm. and his claims. Mm. And so that those are one that was one of his questions. And so he interviewed a, a historian in that book. And this guy summarized, at least for the New Testament the criteria that was used for for these guys and and why the books are the 27 that we have. Mm. So the first one, uh, they say that the early church considered was apostolic authority, Mm -hmm. um, that either the books were written by apostles or were written by known associates of the apostles. So Mm. they say like Mark was a helper of Peter or Luke was an associate of Paul. Mm. It's likely that the things that they wrote were true because walikuwa kwa ground. Walikuwa it's not that she said she said now tell the author to write. Another thing that they put together is conformity to the rule of faith and that's a fancy way of saying was the document congruent with basic Christian tradition. So mm. so ukija unasema this is this is what Jesus taught. If you came and wrote something outside of that mm. it's very easy to say mm, Yeah. But that's not what the church holds to be true. Mm. And the, the last point, yeah. exactly, last point is the is the same thing whether the, the document was accepted by the early church as normative. Like for example, like you mentioned the the gospel of Thomas, people say that it had pantheist claims. Like there are sections in the book where he was writing God is everything, like God is the rock, God mm. is Yeah. And that's not how Jesus revealed himself to be. Mm. Jesus revealed himself to be the way the truth and the life. And all the gospels that recorded Yeah. that Uh, so why would the early church put the gospel of thomas in the book for us to consume as truth if it didn't hold true to every everything that they practiced everything that they read everything that was recorded prophecies mm. that came true when i read that i was like eh, okay maybe it wasn't a, a group of politicians <laughs> no no it was not it was not the same seminars man cuz cuz like like gospel of thomas like the, uh, you've heard of the infancy stories mm. like uh, you know some of the gospels are capturing what jesus was doing as a child exactly exactly uh, there's one there's one which i found funny that when jesus um jesus was playing with his brothers and then uh, i think one of his brothers they were playing in the roof on the rooftop akanguka and died and then jesus came and just you know <laughs> raised him as a child right i mean it would be nice but Well, that should have been yes, a story that is known inaimeonekana mm. kwingine there's another one this one that the bible talks about jesus taking the coin and saying whose image is on the coin you know give to caesar what belongs to caesar and uh, give to god what belongs to god he says you know jesus said give to caesar what belongs to caesar and the rest give to me <laughs> that's uh, you know so so i mean they had to look at all these gospels and consider hey bana kuna mtu amekama hapa na kitu ka interesting hapa yeah Uh, yeah so um, i mean those those were some of the things that had to be considered uh, but yes it is a church that decided mm. um, these ones are genuine here are some false ones we're going we're locking it in um, and this is the criteria mm. yeah yeah man I, i think this convo can go on and on but um, if you have specific questions that you want us to discuss in future podcasts i'm happy to bring back mr andy boro now and every other apologist <laughs> 
who is a scholar who can talk in language no no just in uh, vocab that we can understand we're just curious <laughs> christians true true yeah, yeah, and just just trying to seek out truth yeah, we don't sit here as if we know there have been stumped by plenty questions mm. uh, we don't sit here as authorities that we know all the answers we're just trying to create a a culture where we can first of all be comfortable asking these questions that doesn't mean that you're a faithless person uh, yeah and the bravery to let god answer these questions for us because he has and he's revealed himself through his word so mm. uh santisana man yeah give us feedback if you're listening to this uh via audio platforms uh do share if you're listening to this on youtube like and share and hit the subscribe button as i always say that's not for our ego that's for help with the algorithm so that if you found this engaging mm. that it could recommend it to other people like you who consume such content mm. so it's not for our numbers at wow only got 10000 subscribers <laughs> so please 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 uh, comment with any questions you had uh, or any insight you may have I'd like to learn too um, yeah and share subscribe see you on the next episode skiza flow na conversation essentially speaking